I just want it to be fat upper pussy area. Escape Games, level 52, titled Shane's Too Goddamn Lazy, uh, with a very, very special guest, Crippled Kenny Craig. That's, that's not uh, the title at all. <laughs> that what he, That is the title. It's, it's Shane's Too Lazy to actually do an intro, so I'm the, doing it for him. Thank you very much, Shane, for this honor. <laughs> I appreciate it immensely. You're now welcome. You can handle the rest of the show, and I'm out. <laughs> or I, feel like, I, I feel like it's actually... I, so it's really funny because... Last, not last week, but the last episode, the title of the episode was the one where Shane was on time. Um, <laughs> and apparently he was so on time that he had to take an entire week off because <laughs> like, last, like last Monday I messaged you guys and I was like, hey, like invite Kenny on. I'm not going to be able to make it this week because it was my anniversary. Um, and then uh, and then like Friday or Saturday or something hits and I was emailing Josh and I was like, did you guys record this week? And he was like, no. No, we didn't. And I was like, oh. So my 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 internet was fun. like down in the area and then the next day I had to like work a rave, so I was busy. Excuses. Well, Juan and I were gonna record on our own and So we you're lazy too. To. <laughs> well yeah, and then me and Juan were supposed to record on our own, but then we just decided to play Halo instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no no no. You should have recorded the episode while you were playing Halo. And just so we can get all the rage inducing moments like m- like mid recording. <laughs> yeah, we ended up getting stuck at this one place and then we just and then Juan just left. He was like, "Well, I'm done." <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> hey, that's what happened the last episode I was on. He's like, "Okay, I'm, well, I'm done. Bye guys." Juan out. Juan out. Juan out. That's it. Um uh, if this is your first time on Geekscape Games uh, as a listener, not as a guest, because I, I don't know. Yeah, it's twice. It's twice. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, we got yeah. it. I, I um, know where you're going. We are uh, the number one video gaming podcast on the Geekscape network. <laughs> and, you stop um, saying that. <laughs> it's until true, you guys, Until you can angers. release an episode every week, we can't really say that. If we, <laughs> you, you shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. Um, I need help finding my treasure. What? Can, can, I thought I was your treasure. Can I tell that story on, on, yeah, on the show? Yeah, go for it. So, so, De- so Derek, Derek's job, he works for an ISP, uh, and he, um, you're kind of like the gatekeeper for people doing like a chat, chat support. It's basically so, like if someone doesn't understand their bill and doesn't understand, and by don't understand, I mean they don't look at the second page where things are broken down in detail. They <laughs> chat it, in, it's, it's and I explain it to them, and it's so boring and awful, but it's... Uh, Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So, so uh, he told me about his job, and so for the past like like week, I've um uh, I've been like bored at my office, and like I'll go on to the chat support and like like start a ticket as Nathan Drake, and the email is Nathan at NaughtyDog.com. and it, <laughs> and like it was, so always- it was it was so funny because I didn't believe you, and then so I, I was sitting there bored one day as I do, and. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to like, you know, because you can search for people that have contacted. And so I searched Nathan Drake and there's several points of contact. And yeah, they're all like, you know, Nathan Drake, Nathan at Naughty Dog dot com. And a couple of them are like, I need to I need some help explaining my bill. And then a couple of them are I need help finding my treasure. (laughs) And then like, I mean, I went into them and literally it was just like, 
it connects and it's not me, so he disconnects immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Can can you say what ISP you work for? Or you prefer not to say? I'm not, no, I'm not gonna say. Okay, cool. I'll ask you off um, off uh, recording because okay. I want this has brought a lot of ideas to my mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not even just for you, but just for people and just for like calling or like texting or whatever chat support in general for to to troll um, customer service. That this would be that's such a good idea <laughs> that is that is i mean it would make the days more entertaining for sure and i just w- i just wish that i would i would get you because every time it happens i see a name and i panic and i'm like no <laughs> it's so unlikely there's like a hundred agents at any time oh really shane you you shane you turn into like the little kid like when like the sleepover all the boys get together for a sleepover and they're like guys let's do prank calls and they're like okay okay good a great idea who first uh uh fine you do all right i'll do it okay all right um hi this is best buy uh, what, what can i help you with hey i don't know and just fucking hang up at the last <laughs> moment because they're too goddamn nervous <laughs> You know, yeah, that's probably happened to everyone here. That like, oh, let's do prank calls, and then and then you fucking or then then you get too nervous and you hang up at the last second. And you're like, never mind, let's play Nintendo. Oh, that happens to me. Like going shopping, it's like it's like, oh, I'll get a, uh, I'll get some condoms this week. No, 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 I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't eat condoms. Like it's it's happened to everybody. Three babies. Three babies later, Shane's really wishing he had the balls <laughs> to buy condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I live in Alaska? I had to dodge those uh, alimony checks. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to we, buy yeah, them, but you can just go to. Oh, sorry, sorry, go on. Just go to. Oh no, I was gonna, you don't have to buy them. You can just get like the free ones by the bagful at Planned Parenthood. That's true, and but if you have more kids in um, Alaska, that's like if you have three kids, that's three thousand more dollars you get every year for because of all the oil. Oh yeah, absolutely. oh yeah, that's true. So, so it, though, it's worth our, it to get our, b- our, b- our, make, baby making machine. Our governor right now is trying to like stipend that and like hang on to it for a few years to help like offset our state deficit and socialist (laughs) it's actually a pretty good idea it's a good plan but like all these like like you know it's like oh they're taking they're taking my money and i'm like you didn't earn shit man like that is not your money like the oil companies are they're taking my hand out <laughs> yeah. How dare they take the money <laughs> that's handed to me for free that I did not earn? It's like it's like the people like complaining that they can't use their EBT cards to buy McDonald's. Yeah, or like, booze. Oh, that would be amazing. I know, but but the thing is, EBT like my mom works for like a grocery store chain, but so people use their EBT cards all the time to just buy like Full, like boxes full of candy bars because you can buy food with it so all they do is just buy all these candy bars um and then go and then like try to sell them like for like a, a dollar a piece or whatever um to try to make their money back oh my god mm. well you know if they were really good at selling candy they might have been bought by activision why ma- this is a crushing story tell because- me more about it King, the makers of Candy Crush, the Derek's favorite game. Derek's favorite game. Um, is that ironic? Actually, uh, what? I, I mean, is that like is that sarcastic? Mm-hmm. Okay, All right, yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, no, it's an old running joke. Um, it is. <laughs> I thought it was. I don't know. It was true. Um, but King, the makers of Candy Crush Saga and like all those other sagas and a bunch of other like Facebook games, just got bought out by Activision for five point nine billion with a B dollars it's crazy and and it made activision the biggest the biggest video game publisher that does not sell hardware 
overnight. Jesus Christ. I thought they, I for some reason thought they already were. No, no, no. Um, when they, um, so, so basically, um, let me pull up the numbers because I read, I, I went to their investor relations page and I read the, the whole thing and it was supremely fascinating. And then I, I, I got into this big old rat hole of like looking up market shares and, you know, market caps and looking at graphs and everybody was, I, I should have been working on contracts at work, but I was doing this <laughs> instead. Um, so they bought them for $5.9 billion. Um, to put it in perspective, when Microsoft bought Mojang or Mojang, they spent two and a half billion. When Disney bought LucasArts, they spent four billion on them. How is Jesus this possible? Christ. Imagine the like the mounds and piles of cocaine on the owner of Candy Crush's table right now, like oh, from, from this totally. buyout. He's gonna be dead next week. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um now when they merged with Blizzard. Um, they didn't buy Blizzard. They merged, and um, when the assets got merged, that was a, a merger of assets and uh, IPs and all that stuff. That put them at eighteen point nine billion dollars. So they were just behind EA. Now they dwarf EA by about uh, four billion dollars. I think they're currently sitting at um, they're at twenty six point one one billion dollars, and EA is at twenty two point four one billion dollars net worth. And now. Um, I looked at Nintendo, um, and Nintendo is at a, like two point four trillion. But um, that's, it? that's it, yeah, I know right? that's it. But that's because they have <laughs> the hard they're hardware. doomed. Yeah, they're doomed. They're they're done. They're done. It's a dying company. Uh, with uh, Nintendo, mm-hmm. with next year it's going to be like two point four like billion yen, which is like fifteen bucks. Yeah, <laughs> what's that? What's that in Can- what's that in Canadian pesos? <laughs> what the fuck? Canadian pesos. <laughs> yep. But um, they um, it's um, uh, I'm trying to, to get the exact quote that the CEO um of Activision said, but basically he was like, we wanted to be as much of a monopoly as possible. That was like, that's a very like paraphrased way to uh to look at it. But uh, the the merger or the sale is not going to be completed until spring of next year. Um, but they they literally are the leaders in game development right now, and it's it's absolutely it's absolutely staggering. I I, I can't believe it. Now, do you think this is uh, going to affect? Uh, is this a big? Like, uh, disrupt for the gaming community or the gaming uh, uh, market or, or what is your guys' opinions on this? I don't care. I don't think I'm not it's going to play any of those games anyway. I don't think yeah, it's, I don't think it's going to change shit because uh, because they're um it's it's a completely different like area of what like Activision like what they're known for at least um right now anyway and it's like um it's it's fucking mobile games like it they're going to keep that completely separate i don't think it's going to change like the quality or anything of what they do in call of duty whatever since it's coming out tonight but or anything at all and yeah. I, I, it's just all they're just doing this to make more money. And they're probably going to be like in two years when like Facebook is the new Friendster. Um, they're gonna, like nothing is like and like and mobile is going to get is going to change um, completely. Um, they're good. They're 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 never going to get that money back They're I, I, I don't know why they would do it. But I, and that's a lot. I, 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 I feel like it'd be difficult to make money back when you buy something for six point nine billion dollars. I feel like the big thing is. It's probably, you know, like forecasting for 
a decade down the road, it's probably like a very, very long-term investment because obviously as, as time goes on and as like, you know, mobile devices get more and more powerful and more and more popular, more of that market is going to go shift towards mobile. And so to, at this point, be the owner of, you know, the, the highest grossing, um, mobile developer that exists on the planet, um, you know, a decade down the line, I think they're going to be laughing because more and more of everything, you know, you're already seeing it where, you know, full on, maybe, maybe indie games, but full on like console games or, or whatever are slowly making their way to mobile devices as well. And you're only, it's, that's only going to get more and more common. So like when, when Call of Duty is on your iPhone and, you, and you're going to die and it's like, well, you've died your maximum 13 times today. Would you like to buy more lives? And people like, will buy more lives for sure. <laughs> fucking son of a bitch. And, but like <laughs> so some, of the, some of the games that I've played most this year are games that have a freemium side to them. Uh, for sure. And, I, and, I'm, and almost everything does these days. And like I, I Halo 5 with the rec system. And I, I don't think that like like free to play or freemium is inherently a bad thing. And I, and it's funny because it's, you know, people shit on it all the time, but, and we've talked about it on the podcast before, but free to play games exist because, you know, like we as, as consumers wouldn't accept, you know, paying 99 cents for an app or whatever. And so literally to make an app worth, you know, to make it worth having or worth building, um, you know, they had to make them free with in-app purchases and people get hooked on that shit. And, and uh but yeah had you know had when when mobile apps and mobile games started actually becoming a thing had people been more open to actually paying money for these things that big race to the bottom that happened very quickly wouldn't have happened and it might be very different today but you know the as it stands people will not pay 99 cents to play a fucking game for 45 hours but they'll download it for free and then spend a ton of money inside of it once they're addicted to it and now that's that's really telling that there's there's two trends going on right now in like the the mobile market where it's the, the the core app is 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 the core experience is free but to get like the quote unquote full experience you pay um to unlock you know um um at least in my experience uh, to to get uh the tougher currency or to cut out the waiting time uh and another thing that that's that's happening is um and we didn't really talk about this a few weeks ago but the big hubbub with payday two getting um, cases, but stuff um, uh, people are starting to go the the Counter Strike Go route, where you'll get random cases that that are dropped and they'll get added to your inventory, mm-hmm. and then you spend real money to open them. Um, and that was a big deal. Uh, it kind of pissed off the payday two community because you would you'd get a case um, or a vault. You get a vault, and then you'd buy a drill for two two bucks and fifty cents to open it, and you get a skin. But it'd be for a skin that you'd have to go buy DLC for. Do you have to stand by the drill and uh, restart it every time it uh, it stops? <laughs> like, for every, like if you buy that drill to open these cases? No, but you can you could you could buy you could rent somebody on Fiverr for five bucks <laughs> to do it for you. But uh, you can also pay someone on Fiverr to uh, write a positive review for you on Amazon. <laughs> or 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 follow you on twitch.tv slash crippled Kenny. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I sorry, it's it's I pay five I pay five dollars for a half a follower. <laughs> not lucrative. For, it is not for them, lucrative. not for me. Um but uh the the interesting number that came out about this is um I'm trying to find the exact number. I think right now Blizzard's uh World of Warcraft, I don't know why I said it that everybody knows World of Warcraft is Blizzard. 
Um, World of Warcraft has 5.5 million subscribers, monthly subscribers. And uh, King, uh, uh, according to their last quarter, had 474 million monthly active users. Mm -hmm. My mother being one of them. And that's the thing, is that most of these people are... Not our Wait. age demographic. Yeah, and well, it okay. There, a lot of them are little kids, and then there's a lot of older people, like as well. Uh, it yeah. like splits because uh, I don't know. Like people our age demographic are like, fuck that. Why would I do that? Like I'm gonna play a, a real video game. I'm not gonna do it on on my phone or like can't play Candy Crush. Yeah, um, but right now Activision, they they own consoles, they own PC, uh, and now they own mobile. So they are going to be. Um, they're going to be the, the people to watch out for. Um, they're, they're now, they completely eclipse EA and, uh, the EA has to be shaking in their boots right now. See, th- th- well, this is the reason why I think this is like a bad acquisition, like for like what six, whatever billion or however many billion dollars it was is because, okay, for how quick, um, like Candy Crush and like King, uh, roast is for how fast technology and like the trends are changing, like for how quick that rose, it like, it, it, it could fall just as quickly. And I um, mean, yeah, Derek, I know you said that like, they're going to be laughing. Uh, they're like me laughing all the way to the bank or whatever in 10 years. And it's a very long invest investment, but we like, no one knows what direction technology is going to take because it's moving. It, so incredibly quickly quickly so that's why like to have um like this big of an investment right now and stuff is changing so quickly it you have no idea what's going to happen and that's yeah and then the way that you're talking about it reminds me of the zynga deal right that's what i was gonna say that's what i was gonna say is that that zynga uh their ceo just quit the other day um and they 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 were they were the top dogs. Ironically, their logo is as as a dog, <laughs> but they were they were the top dogs for a while. Is that and like then, Farmville? Yeah. Okay. That's Farmville and all those all those guys. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a a large amount of money for a, a large amount of active users, and I think Activision was looking at the the guaranteed income off those uh, they're not subscribers but they're monthly paying the users. addicts they're addicts uh, they're, they're addicts. yeah off the money from the addicts yeah um but you know who is an addict fallout 4 fans and bethesda just re-upped the supply uh of pit boys oh did uh, they that, yeah that, they, they sold out like pretty quickly didn't they from what from what i didn't make it yeah from what i've read it's not it hasn't they haven't actually been releasing more it's been they've been like like as orders got canceled or shuffled around or whatever like they were holding allocation of canceled orders and then releasing them when there was actually a bunch and typically when when they did pop up they only lasted for a few minutes uh but when uh <clears throat> you know apparently the GameStop allotment of canceled orders when they when they put those back online the other day they actually raised the price um, as GameStop would because uh, yeah, I think in in your country what was it like one twenty nine originally Ooh. for the for the Pit Boy edition when GameStop put them back up they were selling at one eighty nine uh, which is crazy seeing as you know I'm in Canada with our awful economy right now and it cost me like a hundred and six excuse me one hundred and sixty nine. And that's like um I that, that's like the Pit Boy edition the one where you actually get the real like arm Pit Boy yeah, and stuff yeah. right. Like, well, no, well no, the thing is it's it's a plastic shell that you put your phone in. 
Yeah. Okay, for 120 bucks, Guys, like, it's not. fucking. That's. I feel like that. That's a fair price for yeah. for a collector's edition. Yeah. And like, if you've seen, say. like, you see a lot of collector's editions at that price, and they come with like a little bust or like an art book or whatever. And I feel like at this price that you get, you know, it comes with the game and in a, in a, a nice steel book and the actual like it comes with the pip boy and a stand for the pip boy. But the actual like box that the whole package comes in is like this nice, like stylized Roboco or whatever, like packaging. Um, it, it looks really awesome. And I mean, and a hundred percent, it's completely pointless and, and, and everything like that. And in fact, you know, at the fallout Four unveiling just before E3, when Todd Howard, you know, when they announced the game and Todd Howard announced this collector's edition, you know, he's like collector's editions are just full of gimmicks essentially, but this is the coolest fucking gimmick I've ever seen. Like (laughs) that's that's what he said. And it was, it's absolutely true. I think, um, I just, and I feel like it's so crazy that like six, you know, six months ago, we like literally didn't know that fallout four was happening. I mean, obviously it was in development, but we didn't know anything about the game. And now we're like a few days from like it coming out, which which is pretty (laughs) amazing. Like they kept yeah, it under, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like they did such a good job of keeping it under wraps. And then, you know, they announced it with this amazing E3 showcase. Um, and then, you know, largely didn't really talk about it much more until now when they, you know, you're seeing some interviews and some articles come out, but they've remained so secretive about the game. And I feel like it's just been phenomenal. You know, you know yeah, what? We, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say between that and Star Wars, I'm surprised that nothing's come out really for either one. Yeah, and, yeah, totally. You know, you know when when all those those non-believers say that 9/11 was it an inside job and they say how could it have been an inside job? There would have been so many people that have known and they would have someone would have told somebody. Just look at Fallout <laughs> 4. How many so, people work at Bethesda and they kept their mouth shut? Yes, but they so they're all paid, all right, to keep their mouth shut. So, I mean, you know how- what? Do, do you, so naturally, Bethesda caused nine eleven. Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda the, melts steel beams. Yeah, <laughs> Pit Boys <laughs> melt steel beams. <laughs> there. So uh, away from the nine eleven talk, because uh, what is nine? We're a Geekscape Games podcast here. Uh, there's been actually a, the, a lot of other cool Fallout stuff uh, coming up lately. Fallout Four, the launch trailer came out today. Um, obviously, you know, it, it, it details a little bit of the story, but it looks fucking amazing. And, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It, it just looks fantastic. And uh, aside from that, they've also Bethesda's launch. They just launched the Pip Boy, uh, app for iOS and Android, and it'll be out for windows phone shortly. I- so this, it's like a second screen experience, uh, that basically, you will have the ability to do everything that the pit boy in the game can do. So basically your menu system, your inventory, your map, your, you know, your handling of quests and, and viewing like the tapes and stuff like that. You'll be able to do all of that from your iOS or Android or windows phone device. Um, regardless of which edition of the game you bought, it'll link up to the game and you'll have all that functionality, which is pretty cool. You can even like find uh, these like little hollow game things that you can, you know, put in your pip boy and it, it, the app comes with one, but there's more that you can find uh, throughout the wasteland, which is kind of neat. And yeah. And of course, if you were lucky enough to get the pip boy edition, uh, you know, it just really drives the experience home because you'll actually be able to put your phone into the pip boy and uh, use it that way. If you wish, um, there's uh, there's this uh, really funny picture I saw from a uh, a uh, 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 an electronic music producer named Grimecraft, and um, 
He uh, he posted a picture called a uh, budget Pip Boy, and it's just his phone with the Pip Boy app, but it's like rubber banded to his arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I I'm really excited for the um the like the iPhone app for the Pip Boy because um like Fallout Three um the main thing that I hated about the game um other than how slow you run and how far you have to travel um was the the Pip Boy just like for me personally because um. Uh, it was very difficult for me to like actually um, like navigate through the Pip Boy like with like you have to like scrolling and all that shit because I, I mean since like for my limited use of like my hands and stuff I hated using the Pip Boy very much and I also hated like how horrible the map was on that game I know I, I yeah. like it you didn't know where the fuck you were going and like and like the graphics weren't good enough for you to like know like w- like where to go um, and for for me to use my iPhone like to do all the Pip Boy shit it's, it would be so much easier than like at least what the like what was required for me to use the pit boy and fallout 3 and it, and it seems like it'll be really like the app is you can download it right now and there's like a demo mode oh, um, nice. that you can go into so you can play around with it a little bit before but you know before obviously you'll 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 connect it to your ps4 or PC, pc or xbox one yeah uh, but yeah you can actually go and play with the functionality of it now um and yeah and it seems all you know obviously it's it's out before the game but it seems really smooth and it seems like it will be very useful um you know a a very useful secondary option to my my concern with it is i don't don't say concern i sound like a, a you know a tv tv pundit but when you go to the pit boy like it frees the universe. It was your pause. It, I think that it does not actually pause the game now going to the Pip Boy screen. All right. So okay. I'll have to hit escape first. Fine. I, I, yeah, I am not, I, 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 I'm not saying that a hundred percent confidently, but I believe that I have read that. Um, mm. but I, I believe, and again, I'm not saying it confidently, but I believe you'll also have access to the Pip Boy stuff like during cutscenes and stuff. So if you want to quickly like change your equipment or do whatever while like cutscenes are playing, you will have that option, which you didn't before. Nice. Hmm. Um, they should have Jack- the ability to like when you use your Pip-Boy on your phone if it pops up on the screen as well at least have like that toggle to like use Pip-Boy like on dual screen mode or not so you, when you pop it up in your I know like most people that like the it's counter uh, like counterintuitive when like if you want a second screen you want to be able to do shit on your computer as well but it'd be nice to be able to do them both at the same time yeah uh, Josh you've been kind of quiet uh, what are your thoughts on on follow for are you going to pick that up um, my thoughts are that I'm planning on picking it up as part of the buy two get one free at Target next week. Oh, tell us all about that beautiful segue. Oh, so come with- on. <laughs> I, come- <laughs> I, thought we were, I, I thought we were going to get through like you had that King one, which I was like, wow, that was really good. And then I was like, oh, my God, he didn't mention the fact that it was a good segue. Maybe we're going to get through a whole episode without him saying that fucking <laughs> word. But no, but no, that's impossible. <laughs> I got, I got, I got to give you, I got to give Josh praise when he does a good job. Thank you. Somebody praises me. Senpai noticed me. <laughs> Notice me, senpai. Um, <laughs> Notice me. <laughs> no, but uh, Target is having their annual buy two get one free sale. So any video game in the store will be, as they say, buy two get one free. Um, that's an, which is that's amazing. The per- I wish there were deals yeah, like that in Canada. Yeah, but you guys get healthcare. You, we got to pay for that still yeah but the, if you have health care that means you can survive to play the no games that you can have <laughs> and, <laughs> like and in you, canada and you, like it's like you have worth a gorgeous prime minister yeah what's the worst like i didn't realize your prime minister used to be a male model yeah, what did you like, not look at a picture of him obviously jesus 
Yeah, he's no, gorgeous. Like, it, yeah. Even even if he didn't professionally model, like just pictures of him on the internet would be enough. I know. I'd no, take, wait. Like, would be enough for what, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> don't no 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 don't even finish the sentence we all know we all know at the end of that sentence shut up so even even... are enough to um but, next topic segue 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 but, but we haven't even talked about amnesia yet <laughs> no but uh what like are you guys planning on picking up anything because i was debating on getting fallout but now it's like a no-brainer i'm getting Mario Maker finally with Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival and Fallout for my third one. And then I'm also going to get two copies of Triforce Heroes. And it was going to be Yokai Watch, but then I learned that we're getting a review for it. So instead, it's going to be Hatsune Miku Project Mirai DX. Oh, um, nice. Did they prov- how- did they give you that already? Uh, no, it's on its way. Nice. How, awesome. um, how long does the sale go? Um, it starts on Sunday and ends the following Saturday. So basically everything that releases between sunday and the following saturday including fallout tomb raider uh yokai watch comes out a few days prior animal crossing amiibo festival and then everything else that's released so far up till that point yeah that's that i feel like that's an amazing time to have a sale like that because you know kind of in that you know that that kind of hits at the mid-november point and you don't see a lot of big releases after that like a like battlefronts coming out but aside from that there's not a lot of big stuff left this year that would be the only reason that i would take advantage of that is is battlefront because i'm not i well, weren't you thinking about getting two copies of call of duty anyway um wait why no two copies of of battlefront uh one for pc one for ps4 just get pc but i thought you're thinking of doing the same thing for call of duty um i was gonna probably just get it on the ps4 oh um, okay yeah, yeah, I'd uh, recommend that for at least for Call of Duty. PC dies very quickly with when oh, uh, Call of Duty. Actually, oh, yeah. except except this one, I think this one's going to be a cha- is going to change because in, yeah, yeah, 2016 they're they're coming out with mods like they're like like they're going to support all the mo- like the modding community, which is which is which is outstanding uh, from uh, from the standpoint of uh, making th- this... your game live longer. Yeah, uh, especially from. Uh, there hasn't been official mod support for uh, Call of Duty since United, or, uh, United Offensive, I believe. Uh, well, I don't know about official support, but Call COD Four has so many like different like mods where you can play Prop Hunt and all the like and all this other stuff, and that like people still buy COD Four just for all those extra mods just the, on the PC alone. The best mod for uh, Modern Warfare was the Star Wars Battlefront mod. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was on point. Um, but back to back to the the target sale. Like, I I don't know. There's there's just nothing that's that's popping out at me. Though I got an update. The Amiibo Festival comes with a Isabel though. <laughs> really? Jesus. Oh my god! god I, uh, Isn't that the only way to get Isabel? Yes, it is. Oh, damn it! All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Um, though I got an update on on Vita Watch 2016 um, <laughs> uh, or 2015, it's probably gonna be 2016. Uh, my uh, my my buddy tech people are watching the Vita. <laughs> They're my coming bu- out with a smartwatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's the it's the cheap Pit Boy edition. You just you just put it on your wrist with rubber bands, <laughs> and it's super easy to get because nobody wants them. Yeah. Uh, my buddy my buddy texted me today. He's like, "Hey, you still want my Vita?" So, so you're gonna you steal go. it. Crim- criminal girls for everybody. Oh, dude, I it's so hype for criminal girls too. 
that like that <laughs> that sponge bath mode like i'm all over that all over that um <laughs> literally yeah uh josh why don't you tell us about some some of all the fighting game news that is uh been up the last couple of weeks well no i dug up and found some new news that actually just released today oh well then fuck, so we're not gonna we're not gonna news. learn about yeah we're not gonna learn about dalsim being announced for street fighter five a week and a half after it happened <laughs> um so so I thought that was our style them, yeah, well, usually, but we're, you know, this is a new and improved Geekscape Games where Kenny does the intro and doesn't Guys, mess it up. did you hear they're making Fallout 4? <laughs> oh, oh my god, really? Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, shit. so tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, um, King of Fighters 14, I talked about it when it was announced, it kind of was quietly uh shown off like about a month ago now and it looked kind of terrible and i i say that with a very heavy heart because i always loved king of fighters and there was a time where i like it was my favorite fighting game period and i've been playing them since i was like four years old but why did it um, look terrible like what looked terrible about it well it looks terrible on two fronts one um like in the previous generation when every all the fighting games are moving to 3d models they completely scrapped all of their old sprites and did nothing but like hand-drawn 2d characters Mm -hmm. and they looked absolutely gorgeous Mm -hmm. um and then with this one which is going to be the first one for current gen on ps4 it's actually going to be a ps4 exclusive they're using these weird looking 3d models with really like i don't know like really abrupt i guess would be a way to describe it like animations it, and, it looks like they all have a white outline around them. This looks terrible. Yeah, and it compared compared to the sprites from last year, like I have no idea why they scrapped them. I think people would have been happy if they just kept the sprites from last year and just did a uh, and just sold it like at a budget price instead of trying to push the whole three D current gen thing. But what makes it especially bad on another front is like what Shane was saying, even ignoring how great the last ones looked, it just looks terrible on its own. Like I've heard people describe it as either that it looks like a bad iOS game or that it looks like a PS2 launch title. In both cases, I could totally see it. Their, the, their, their movement looks so disjointed, unnatural. It, 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 I think, and this is just like, from just watching the 30 second trailer. It looks like they took the, the actual like programming and the architecture of, um, I would say the, the skeleton of all the moves and instead of having like the 2D like flat sprites on it, which admittedly it would probably look a lot better uh, with a 2D sprite moving that way, but with a 3D polygon or polygonal um, character, it looks really unnatural. Yeah. And if you have a chance, like look up real quick uh, trailer or gameplay footage of King of Fighters 13, which is the previous one with the 2D sprites still. And it's like a night and day difference. Like the sprites look so good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like, I'm excited that there's a new King of Fighters cause they used to come out every year. And I think this upcoming one will be the biggest gap between games. Cause I think it's like a four, it'll be a four or five year gap if it, uh, follows through with its 2016 release date, but it's hard to stay excited when it looks like it looks so bad. Oh yeah. And King, um, King of Fighters 13 looks beautiful. Yeah, exactly. It's, I don't know. 
Mm. Shane, it's are weird, you but eating? I hear that they're also yeah. Yes. What do you? <laughs> why are you? What are? What are you eating? Let's let you know what. Let's segue into Shane's food topic of the evening. Uh, <laughs> so on um on Tuesday, <laughs> what? I went to uh, on Tuesday. I went. <laughs> I went to the store. I got a nice tuna fish uh, tuna salad sandwich. I left it out, but it's okay. It's a few days it's old. It's a little crunchy. Uh. Um. But I um I got some discount Halloween candy. I got um according according. So you're to, having a you're having what like a tuna and Snickers candy, <laughs> sandwich or something. It's a Kit Kat. It's a Kit Kat. But according according to the um the uh, piece count on all the bags I got, I got three hundred pieces of candy uh, for twenty dollars. And how many so, are left? Uh, twenty five. <laughs> From Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, people listening. That's two days. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having a hey man, I, Yeah, two days. Yeah, two hundred and seventy-five well, pieces of candy in two days. You wonder why I have diabetes. <laughs> da, 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 well, diabetes. <laughs> well, that still doesn't beat my mom's birthday cake. I, I want to hear this. What what happened? Well, nothing happened yet, but we're kind of waiting on something to happen. Apparently, so. Um, I was like sentimental. That's so cryptic. Like, no, <laughs> Nothing's yeah, no, happened was... yet, but we're waiting for something to happen. She's she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna find the arsenic in it one day. <laughs> like it sounds so creepy well, and murderous. Well, no, no, no. It, it's too late for that because she's dead. But that's oh, the, kind of the point of the story. <laughs> no, the point of the story is that like the first year after she passed away, I bought a birthday cake just to celebrate, like whatever, to try to keep some kind of normalcy. And then I was like, I never had the heart to throw it away, and it's still there. But that was like eleven years ago. Are you going? To, cake, are you going to eat it? The cake. The cake is so old; it has Happy Feet one on it. Not even Happy Feet two. <laughs> what the fuck, Josh? <laughs> that cake has survived two console generations because I think I bought it the day the Wii launched. <laughs> you got really weird coping mechanisms. Well, Do no, not no. eat I think, that I, cake unless you want to actually see your mother sooner than you'd like. No, no I, I think the I think the biggest reason why we decided to keep it longer was like shortly after that we saw that story about that was going around years ago about how someone preserved their McDonald's Happy Meal for like three years and it still looked the same. And then we were like, well, this cake's been sitting here for a couple months. Let's see how long it stays. It still looks like happy feet. <laughs> and <laughs> so your we're cake actually gonna... is the Twinkies of bakery items. <laughs> your, so your cake is your cake is, is a key item, a quest item in Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah. Get the, the, the world's last perfectly re- like preserved cake. Maybe dead, maybe <laughs> deadly. Who knows? One, only one although, way to find out. <coughs> oh man! Although the, I'm the, but the reason why I said something might happen soon is I think we're finally going to throw it away because it fi- after all this time it finally sprouted a little bit of mold. Dude, you <laughs> so. you cut into that thing, it's going to have like an entire ecosystem in there. No, the the cake probably. is like growing shrooms out of the top of it. <laughs> eat it, you'll it, probably have a great trip. <laughs> It's 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 a, it's it's its own Minecraft biome at this point. And, yeah, I'm sure by now it's went from like Happy Feet to like Guardian of uh, Legends of the Guardians or some shit. 
<laughs> it's going to turn into like the Stay Puft man from fucking Ghostbusters and murder it's, you. It's sentient. You have a sentient Happy Feet. It's going to want to go try out for a leading role in Happy Feet 3 at this point. You know what? On- honestly, it sounds like a premise for like a regular show episode. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, but anyway, back to fighting game news. <laughs> yeah, do, um, do you guys remember when we talked about video games? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, try to make that shit on Cooking Mama. You can't. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, and then on the other side of the fighting game world with games that actually look decent, um, Street Fighter Five, uh, the beta is going to start adding in the tutorial that is supposed to be in the final game. But it's especially interesting because uh, a few months ago, Capcom made comments on how they were trying to improve Street Fighter Five's story by using a model similar to what Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat X used, which if you guys, I don't know if you guys played it or not, but it was basically like a, just like a straight story mode where it switched perspectives to different characters as it went. So it could tell kind of like a full narrative instead of disjointed. Yeah. I I watched some playthroughs of it. Yeah. So street fighter was hinting that they were going to kind of adopt that narrative. So the trailer that came out today showing off the tutorial mode, was like an actual was like tied into the story where Ryu was remembering back when him and Ken were learning how to fight. And then it goes to like a flashback scene where when you play in the tutorial, their character models are changed to the street fighter alpha versions of them. Oh, that's oh really? Cool. Yeah. And um, like they're completely 3d modeled, but in their old like street fighter alpha gear where Ryu kind of had the mop top and the reddish hair and Ken had the ponytail. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those small touches where it feels like, after all these years of people wanting a decent story out of Street Fighter, that they're finally going to follow through on it. But I mean, we could only hope as more information comes out. But so far, it's looking pretty good. Has there? I mean, a decent story. I, I, I mean, I haven't followed Street Fighter in a very long time. Has there ever really even been a story to Street Fighter? Like much of um, one at all? Kind of, but you have to like piece it together, and then half of it's non-canon anyway. So then, like the most ironically since we're talking about alpha the probably the street fighter game that was the most story heavy was the alpha series mostly because it was a prequel and they were explaining they were basically explaining in depth a lot of the characters motivations going forward in like street fighter 2 or whatever so like the biggest one was probably like guile's ending was that bison killed his best friend and he and he wanted revenge so then in Street Fighter Alpha, instead of Guile being in it, it was his best friend in it instead. Mm. That pretty much fought exactly like Guile, but then it showed in his ending how he got killed and all that. Ah. And ironic, which ties back into that because he's coming back to lo- he's being revived somehow in Street Fighter Five. Huh. And ironically enough, the least story-driven Street Fighter game was the Jean Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie, <laughs> <laughs> or the game based on the movie. That that was. The, the- Best. It was for the Sega CD. It was Street Fighter the movie, the game. <laughs> the, yeah. the best. The, yeah, that would that would be the best um, uh, movie spinoff of a game uh, all time. It's a movie spinoff of a game of a movie. It's, oh, it's, no, it's kind of like the that it's, exists. It's no, like they, the they, uh, it's like the like the, you know the Doritos Locos Tacos at Taco Bell. Yeah. So those are tacos oh, with dude, the Doritos shell, but there's a Doritos Doritos Locos Taco flavored Dorito. 
Oh my so god! You got the oh, so you got the Doritos based on the taco, based on the Doritos. <laughs> Stoners uh, are I've so tried happy just, right now. <laughs> just to to clarify, they're not as tasty as either the Doritos Locos tacos or regular Doritos. So mm. you don't say when you get that derivative. Like, um, you know what is not derivative? Twitch, Twitch TV. And now, when you're not happy little story, <laughs> when you're not watching Crippled Kenny, you can watch uh, the creep our empty feed, <laughs> our empty feed, um, <laughs> or that time that I played 45 minutes of Counter Strike that I thought I was live streaming and it was just a black screen with me talking and yelling. <laughs> <laughs> and the one person didn't tell you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have the t- one person was the one person with him on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> um but um so twitch launched their creative uh channel where uh right now uh well not anymore but before they had this uh, it was kind of a strict rule that you'd have you have to be doing something with a game but there was a it, it wasn't like like strongly enforced yeah, so it was very very loosely enforced b- very very loose but um earlier this year they they tested out um using uh twitch tv as a platform for more than just games and one of the the first groups to uh test that long term was mega 64 with their mega 64 tv and they they they, they present the, they were talking with twitch and basically if you go to mega 64's twitch it's um just their videos running 24 hours mm. mega 64 tv and then screw attack um uh followed suit uh, a, a month or two after but uh, as of the 29th, a week ago, um, they launched the creative section. And that's for uh, people like we, if you click on there right now, you'll see um, people showing you how to do 3D modeling, uh, teaching you Photoshop. Um, uh, you, ostensibly, you can have anything in there. But the fucking juggernaut, the, the, the channel that is literally, let's see how many viewers are. Uh, checking this channel out right right now. I'd be surprised uh, if it's like day, under at forty thousand. I mean, it may be a little bit a, less now. Since it's at 30, 30, 36 thousand yeah. viewers right now, and it is. Uh, I guarantee you, it's the most watched channel. Um, it is. Oh, actually, uh, Call of Call of Duty uh, Black Ops, um, uh, League of Legends. There must be a tournament going on, but it's Black Ops. The hundred thousand viewers. League of Legends with 74,000 viewers and the creative channel with 40,000 viewers. But this channel, the Bob Ross channel is, is holding steady at, it has never dipped below 35,000 concurrent viewers. That is right. Every single episode of the joy of painting is being played in a straight marathon for nine days. And that's why we were talking about Bob Ross, Derek. I feel like that was uh, anticlimactic. Oh, bullshit! Anticlimactic. <laughs> you obviously like, did not watch the- every episode of Bob Ross this past week. You're probably one of those people who thought Twitch plays Pokemon was stupid. I thought Twitch plays Pokemon was so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but how do they? How do they know to go right when everyone's saying left, right, up, down? And it's I inc- hate, and I killed your like, mother in the chat. Like the fact that a group of people. Like like Twitch plays Pokemon gave me a little bit of hope for the human race. 
Because as shitty as humans are, they banded together for long enough that they all could play Pokemon at the same time and complete it. Yeah, I mean, it only took them a month to finish like a 12-hour game. Exactly, (laughs) but the fact that they kept trying to finish it for an an entire month... Actually, maybe that's the opposite of giving me hope for it. Yeah, that's the worst. Okay, it's like yeah, one did, boy with ADD trying to finish Pokemon. He's like, like they I won't go do up, anything. No, left, left, yeah. Right now, up that left. Like they like instead of doing something important or constructive, they're like, let's turn this twelve-hour game into yeah. one month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then fourteen thousand people. Too, the only and then let's move on to the month. next one. <laughs> and then yeah, if I remember correctly, though, the only reason why they beat it is because they eventually started implementing uh, like a voting system where eventually if the majority was trying to move the proper way or something like that, then it would just go that way instead. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they did adjust it. So it would be possible to finish yeah, it. Because it so was really, really funny to watch it. Yeah. It's come to the conclusion when all men or all humanity come together, we all just become a bunch of fucking lemmings. What, 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 yeah, I, for sure. What I lo- which is probably, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. No, ladies first. I was just going to say, um, which is probably why we're all going to march to McDonald's pretty soon. Um, because speaking of Pokemon, shit, you they... coming up? I wanted to talk about Bob Ross. Your perfect segues. <laughs> <laughs> well, just... We're still we're still trying to keep an hour, right? No, no way. Um, <laughs> anyway, the, the one the one the one thing I, I want to note, and this we'll, we'll 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 close the Bob Ross segment is. I'm going to the... say one more thing after you. What happened to the Wii game? <laughs> the 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 it's melding all these different video game uh, fan bases. And they're they're clashing in the most like beautiful way. You have the League of Legends people that are coming into the chat and and uh, like spewing like League of Legends memes, and then you have CS:GO people that are coming here and spewing CS:GO memes, and then you have like Dota and other players. So the chat is like, you know, you'll see him like right now. I'm watching him. He 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 put a he's drawn a tree, and the chat's just like, oh, he ruined it, ruined, yeah. ruined, ruined. Okay, ruined. yeah. Bob Ross chat is like the the all the best corners of Twitch chat all brought together into one yes. chat room, and er- <laughs> like everything they make fun of, everything they make a joke out of, every single line, everything is funny only because like the chat makes it. And me and Bob Ross is a fucking legend himself, but it, it's like everyone comes together and it, it's fucking hilarious. The chat itself is worth just watching that channel. I, I, I love it when when you just see people like, oh, back band, back yeah, back band, back band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he makes a fucking perfect effort, like a happy little tree that a squirrel may live in. And everyone's like, God damn, cheater, you're cheating back. <laughs> And then I, I love it's like like clutch, clutch, yeah, clutch, yeah. like saved, like just the the chat is hilarious. And like some of the some of the um, some of the best ones is like when he talks about um, like there's fans of the different colors of paint he uses. Like there's like there's a Van Dyke brown crew, and then there's a Thalo blue. Don't crew, leave and out titanium white. <laughs> That's oh, his you can't forget, <laughs> you can't, can't forget titanium white. <laughs> <laughs> and liquid clear, you get oh, yeah, liquid <laughs> clear as well. <laughs> you know what? The, when I was watching it, the chat was moving so fast I couldn't even figure yeah. out what people were. Doing. And this all comes from a man who used to be a drill instructor. Did you know that? Yeah, Bob yeah. Ross was a fucking drill instructor, yelling at people for his job every fucking day. You would never think that in a million years. Watching that sweet little stoner boy drawing pants, and, and he. 
And he had like a quote though, saying that he promised that if he ever left the military, that he wasn't going to yell at it, that he wasn't ever going to yell again. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, he went. It, he didn't even just not yell again. He went like the the almost the exact opposite that you possibly could. Like, I actually think that's the most opposite you could. Because if he became a monk, he wasn't saying anything at all. But now all he's doing is like soft little voice, positivity, like like encompassing warm feelings all the time, and like and having people have a great time while they get stoned on their couch. Yeah, and and he's at the end. He's like, he's like, bye bye, God bless. You know, uh, absolutely love you. You know, you, you're you're a special person. Like, you, you know, it's if you think it looks good, it's good. Yeah. Like, he's so positive, and it's just like uh, I'll just at work, I'll tune in and be like, oh, let's just let's let's watch a little painting while I have lunch, and then like three paintings later, I'm like, shit, I need to do some paperwork. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he never accepted money the entire time doing doing like doing and, that yeah, show. He, he, ne- he always donated like whatever he made and his paintings. Yeah, uh, he's uh, an amazing guy, or he and was. it's uh, yeah, rip, rip, rip in peace, <laughs> rest in rip. Yeah. Um, but uh, I also found remember it- that game. You remember the Bob Ross game that was supposed to come out for the Wii? Yeah, what? and it got like. It got delayed in, like indefinitely until it just dropped. Yeah, there, it was. It was supposed to. Um, th- that's pretty much it. There was supposed to be a Bob Ross Wii game. So, thank God like, it didn't I, come I was, out. Imagine like that. That would be the worst platform to paint on. Like the, yes, using absolutely. the Wii remote. Wii absolutely. remote. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I also so found it's a testament to that. I found out that he um, he used to live in Alaska. Ah, makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know what doesn't make sense? What doesn't make sense, Josh? That Pokemon tournaments doing terribly in Japanese arcades. Uh, weren't you on the podcast where we talked about that? Oh my God! He I just, think I he was. Just yes, turned into a robot for me. He just auto tuned. <laughs> <laughs> where he talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> but but there was something that might pique interest again. Oh, because um, they released a trailer. It actually leaked, and then a few days later, they released a trailer showing Dark Mewtwo being added to the game as a new final boss. Yeah, oh, and then in that launch trailer, I love like this, the 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 title of this trailer is Shadow Mewtwo Revealed, and you see him for two seconds at the end of the trailer. Like <laughs> that's it. Like <laughs> I was like, "What? Well, that's fucking it!" If you want to see him, you got to go to the arcade and play it. Uh, good luck trying to get th- that. Um. There's there's never going to be any of those arcades in America. Well, they're coming to Dave and Buster's, which I think we also talked about on a previous show. But who knows when that's going to be. But it was actually a kind of an interesting week for Pokemon. And I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who plays Pokemon on this podcast. So I won't spend too much time talking about it. No, no I, sure love like it. Asleep, so. yeah, <laughs> I love okay. it. But it, I, I haven't played in a long time. But I love the games. I, I, no, I but, need to go get the, the re-release of sapphire what was the one where it was a really sapphire i need to go get See, that i it sucks like get, i i played go to target i think oh, i played shit. i think i played y and then i got a code for alpha sapphire but i didn't i was like i'm gonna redeem this one i want to play it and then like i went to redeem it like a, a time later and it was expired and and uh it sucked <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just why don't you just redeem it and then not download it i don't know i wasn't thinking very well and now i redeem everything <laughs> right away no, but um, if you had it, it would have been great because then you would have been able to get two new event Pokemon that one was announced for at the for the end of the month and then one was announced. Well, it actually wasn't announced. It just popped up. Um, 
So the first one that just popped up is the Sludge Bomb Zoroark, which um, Zoroark is a Pokemon from Black and White, which has an ability where it takes the form of the last Pokemon in your party when it comes out as the first one so that it kind of throws off your opponent because they'll think it's something else. But the only thing that sucks about it is it has really high attack, but it has really low defense as well. Mm -hmm. And so it like pretty much... It's like a glass cannon, like it dies almost immediately. Glass cannon. I haven't heard that phrase in a long time. Well, that just shows how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> but um it this this one is unique in the sense that it has a powerful poison type attack called Sludge Bomb, which is super effective against the newly introduced fairy type, which normally would just tear apart Zoroark because it has no attacks that can really do anything against it. So for the five fans who like Zoroark more than Lucario, they might actually have a use for it with this event. Hmm. And then outside of that, after a good year of it leaking out, um, Hoopa, which is the next like event Pokemon, like in the same vein as like Mew Hoopa. and is his name? The name is Hoopa? Hoopa. Oh man, that was so close to being awesome. Like Hookah. <laughs> I just wanted to be fat upper pussy area, okay? I just that's <laughs> all I wanted. I just want a Pokemon named Fupa. It has a big belly and something bigger just a couple inches south. Well, I mean it's close enough because it does have a big belly and its power is that it has like an unlimited amount of holes that jumps with dimensions through. Okay, so Fupa was actually so. just lost in translation when they translated <laughs> to English and they they, they went to Hoopa. That's the only thing I could think of. Also, which is bringing to mind, it may be the same may have happened when the, they made King Koopa. So it was actually, and he was he was chubby as well. So it's King Foop. Oh my god, this is amazing! I'm, I'm, going, I'm going back to Nintendo. <laughs> I think you just I think you just solved like every mystery of gaming all at once. Yep, <laughs> every game developer <laughs> is actually just one letter off from be, being a huge pervert. Um, or if you're in Japan, you're not, far, yeah. you're not yeah. away from that at all. <laughs> but um, the only catch, though, is that unlike most Pokemon these days where you can download them by getting a code from GameStop or off the Internet at the comfort of your own home, you're going to have to go to McDonald's and download it. Ugh. Well, they're, well, so that, that, that keeps in line with them wanting to spread FUPAs around. Like you'd go to McDo- exactly. McDonald's, make your own FUPA and redeem them at the same time. <laughs> make yeah. make your own. I never made that connection FUPA. until you brought it up, but now it makes perfect yep. sense. Soft, soft serve FUPA. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, let's uh, uh, just, uh, let's pound out uh, the last of the news. Uh, this war of mine is getting universal update, which adds iPhone support. It's out Derek. now. Uh, I feel like that's it's it's awesome. They 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 did it basically solely because there were so many people requesting um, that it be ported to that smaller screen. And apparently, the new UI that they designed for the the smaller screen size is really really nice. Uh, one the only thing that uh, that I wondered is why the fuck would you want to play this game on the go? Because it's the most depressing game of all time. Like. Do you just want people to see you cry on the bus? Because like that's what's <laughs> going to happen if you play that game on the bus. I, I, uh, every time I've been on a bus, public transit, I cry. <laughs> and I've been on I've uh, so once I, I had to I had to ride the bus from the Third Street Promenade to the Staples Center in L.A. and it was the most traumatizing experience in my entire life. <laughs> it was. Were you playing this war of mine? No, I was trying <laughs> to survive, but this guy came on the bus 
He had one shoe and his unshoed foot was like all like it was he from this war of mine. He could have been. He was the war in this war of mine. It looked like an he looked like he had an alligator's foot. And then this lady sat next to me and she wouldn't stop talking. And I'm an idiot. And I like answered her question. She's like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, from Alaska. Oh, I love Sarah Palin. Like, oh, fuck. And then it's just, <laughs> and then like I, I, I get, I get to the Staples Center. It was for Kamikaze, and it was just like John's like, "Why do you look so bad? Why do you look like you? Why do you have that thousand yard stare?" It's like it's like I had to ride the bus. <laughs> Welcome to um, L.A. Mm. Public transportation. It's all my, it's, it's my sister's fault because she wouldn't let me have her car. Well, that's because she was at a swingers party. <laughs> 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 we talked about that pre-show. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that time down and be like, hey, you need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> um other than that, um there's an, a Witcher movie being announced. Um it's uh gonna be uh helmed by the studio that did the mummy. No, uh, the, oh, I was really excited. For that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, the the, produce, the producers of the of the mummy. Um, so I thought people liked the mummy for what it was. The mummies are good. I mean, the mummy was awesome when I was like ten. Yeah. The, well, have you tried watching it since? I then? haven't actually. No, you see, so, there you go. Well, so yeah. you don't know. <laughs> no, don't um, watch it. It'll ruin it. Um, Thania St. John uh, is writing it, and she wrote Grim, Chicago Fire, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, no actors have been announced. Uh, it apparently is not going to be based on the game or any of the books, but some of the short stories from the first and second, um, Witcher books. Um, uh, and I remember I heard that I'm like, there wasn't. I vaguely remember uh, when I talked to the devs, um, from CD Projekt Red at Comic Con a few years ago. Um, they they were one of us at the round table asked about a movie and apparently, and I, I did some, uh, some Googling, I consulted the book of knowledge. Uh, there, they, there was a Polish movie, uh, of the Witcher made in 2001 and it was terrible. It's on YouTube. And I remember them like, Hey, you can find it on YouTube and it is going to be the worst, worst thing you will ever see. So I'm thinking maybe this weekend, um, relaxing. Um, you know, if, if, uh, Bob Ross gets a little bored, I might watch, the Polish Witcher movie from 2001 uh, in hopes that the Witcher movie that's supposed to come out in 2017 does better. Uh, does anybody else got any last minute news? Um, just the two delays. I'll mention one of them. Uh, Bl- uh, Battleborn, the five player FP. Well, it's not really a shooter necessarily, but the first person action game from the team behind Borderlands. Your box. Gearbox got delayed from February of next year till May of next year. So Couple. we're already starting off 2016 with delays. So it's good. Good. I'd rather Speak, see. I'd rather and, see uh, speaking of delays from February to May of 2016, uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst also got that push. Uh, it was supposed to hit on February 23rd uh, and is now coming out on May 24th. Um, they basically said, uh, we set out on an ambitious, uh, we set out an ambitious vision for Mirror's Edge Catalyst and achieving that vision and delivering the best possible experience is equally inspiring and challenging and it takes time. So it's that's a few months. A very, uh, yeah, that's not a big delay when it comes to video no, games. No, it's not delays. a big delay. Like and I feel, I feel like, I, I, and I don't know, 
I, I feel like that that the delay for this game specifically would have been fairly attractive sales wise as well because t- February twenty third, which is literally the day that the game was supposed to launch, uh, Deus Ex Mankind yeah. Divided and and Far Cry Primal are both set to launch that day. So Mirror's Edge is definitely the little guy uh, of those three. That's probably why uh, they delayed it. If it's only three months, then maybe that's what maybe that came in like in a huge. Maybe that was a big reason why they did it. For sure, and and well, and, and like it's still like Mirror's Edge Catalyst is still a game that I'm I'm so stoked for, but I'm so surprised that it's even happening because Mirror's Edge did not sell overly well. Still waiting on Beyond Good and Evil too. Oh, me too. I love Beyond Good and Evil. Didn't did they announce a sequel how many years ago? A lot. I mean, I'm still waiting on uh, Half Life Two Episode Three. So yeah, the Episode Three is just going to be Half Life Three. Yeah, no, I know that. <laughs> Confirmed. Actually, uh, uh, Half-Life 3 is actually just uh, going to be Counter-Strike Go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We've been playing. We've been playing. You know what would be cool? What if, time. <laughs> what, if, what if Valve licensed, like, what if Valve licensed Square Enix and they did Counter-Strike Go for mobile, like Hitman Go and Tomb Raider Go? Hmm. I already got the title. The delay, <laughs> the lag on people doing it on mobile would be hilarious. Here, like five hundred ping, it, no big deal. No, it's <laughs> like a they're like a turn-based strategy. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking. I know. Yeah, it just it just wasn't a good joke. Oh. There was a joke. <laughs> I mean, right. I, it just gave me an idea. I thought it was a good idea. Kenny, yes, guest of honor. What have you been playing in these last few weeks? Um, these past few weeks, I've actually, been, I've actually went back. Um, kind of. I mean, not old school, but um, a game that I never got to. Um, the Evil Within. Uh, yes, and I, I was witness to that stream, yeah. and it was hilarious. I, I, I love. Okay, the game, like the, the, like the horror aspect of it, fantastic. But what the one thing I really, really hate is that the story is almost non-existent, and it's or if it exists, it's like I'm like 18 hours into the game, and I still don't know what the fuck really is happening. Like, but but I mean that 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 does like say how good like the actual gameplay of is it, of it it actually is because I I, I really like for I play like the multitude of the games I play are for like just single player like story based games or I mean I like so heavily story based games or driven games and um I'm still waiting for it to 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 that aha moment where I'm like hey now I know exactly what's happening thank God this game's even better now but uh, hopefully it comes I don't know we'll see. Hmm. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, besides and, your, your usual, and I've actually been yeah. And besides the usual, and I've actually been playing a lot of uh, p- uh, online poker um, on my streams lately. Really? Yeah, I've been playing. I used to like um, a long time ago. Like that was my main source of income. Was like when Poker Stars and Full Tilt were there. I played a lot of online poker, and then the FBI took them down. But now I like I, I found another legitimate site, and I was like, fuck it, let's do it, let's play. So that, that's about beautiful. it. Beautiful, beautiful. And you can uh, uh, you can catch Kenny Craig on Twitch, twitch.tv slash crippledkenny, and you give away stuff, and you have a great community. Yeah, there are a bunch, there are a bunch uh, of crazy sons of bitches that are hilarious, that are even more fucked up than I am, which uh, that's what I like. It makes me feel normal, but I love them. Yeah. They're, they're fantastic. Oh, that's great. I, I was um, um, watching your stream when you are playing Evil Within, and uh, uh, my dad was here, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, man, doesn't that, is that all that guy can say is the F word? <laughs> <laughs> I did yes, especially during that game. Um, there's a lot of f bombs that are dropped. Yeah, uh, Josh, what have you been playing? Um, I played Halo Five a little bit. How is the uh, How played, is the new Halos? Um, 
the I don't even remember what the modes are called. Uh, I think it was like arena, Warzone. Or There's SWAT Warzone as well. War- That's one. It was and Warzone. I think was the op- more open one. So like the multiplayer is split essentially into two sections. The arena one is more like enclosed spaces uh, with like kind of like a virtual reality setup in the way that the maps are set. Mm. And so they're designed pretty much. It feels like it's designed for like. MLG players or something along those lines where it's like, just capture the flag or, um, you know, kill the other team where no one can respawn and that kind of stuff. And it comes off like really formal in the way that they keep score or the way that they organize the teams. Um, then the other one, which was Warzone, what I felt was a lot more fun because, um, it's like you're in this big battle and I think it was 12 on 12, but I don't remember for sure. I wasn't looking too closely at it. I but think it's 20 V 20. Holy 20 shit. 20. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause it's, so there was like, it was 20 v 20 and the more like accomplishments you achieve while you play, whether it's a distracting an enemy while someone else kills them or getting to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like pretty much like they reward you for like lots of different things, which gives you, um, credit towards your rec points and rec points are where when you either respawn or if you go to certain areas on the map, you can um, pay you can um turn in those points to use like certain vehicles so like say a warthog's worth two points and so on and so forth and the longer the match goes the higher the um tiers the t- higher the tiers open so you can eventually get like the bigger tanks and that kind of stuff but what made it really interesting is that aside from like the 20 v 20 against other human players like boss like cpu controlled like boss enemies will show up on the map oh that's cool and so, and sometimes they'll be for on one's team side, or sometimes they'll be neutral. And then whichever person on the team kills that enemy gives their team a boost, whether or not it's more rec points or like more points towards their um, now. Now, correct me if ranking. I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't there like like random mobs running out there too, like NPC controlled mobs? I believe so. Yeah. So it's it's very Titanfall ish, like it, um, to a degree, like less. Less so in the fact where the mobs in Titanfall f- felt like they were just there to fill out the map and they didn't really do much. Where in this one, the mobs that I encountered at least were usually near a boss or uh, or near um, just like more like vital locations on the map. Plus, most of the time, and I didn't play it much, so this might be completely, I might have interpreted it completely wrong, but it seemed like those mobs were all like neutral too, so they'll attack both sides. Whereas on Titanfall, they were either ones like each team had their own set of of CPU controlled people that were just there to fill the map and, and to give you one attrition point <laughs> to make it yeah, feel one to, to, to make the bad players feel like they're actually contributing. Hey, what I would do, I'd, <laughs> I'd run around and hack all yeah. of the specters and have this little fucking army of specters running around. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, fun. I was just trying to get. Yeah, and I was trying to just get the achievements for like killing a hundred specters or whatever. <laughs> But um, aside from that, aside from Halo, I played a little bit of Dragon Ball Z Extreme Butoden, Butoden, which it's designed to be like an old Super Nintendo Dragon Ball Z game. It's on 3DS. Oh, fun. And it has, I mean, most of the roster are assist characters, so you don't actually play as them. Oh. But even when you count the assist characters, there's just such an insane amount of of, um, characters throughout all of the different Dragon Ball series to pop up. That it's kind of, even though the game itself is kind of, it feels kind of limited, 
it's made by Arc System Works, who did Guilty Gear. So there's there is depth to the fighting, but it's a really kind of a repetitive and simplistic um, mechan- like mechanic style overall. But regardless, like they have characters from like Bulma to Master Roshi's Turtle <laughs> to fucking like all your typical people like Gohan, Goku, Vegeta, that Frieza, Golden Frieza from the newest movie. Um, Beerus and Whis from the last couple of movies. Um, characters from Dragon Ball GT. They have like three different versions of baby Goku. One of them that lands in the pod, like when he first landed on Earth. And then the other one that actually fights. They have characters from the movies. It's insane. Like, I think the total count was like, I want to say it was like a hundred and like 30 different characters as both assist and playable characters. Wow. The only thing that makes it really difficult though, is that to unlock most of the assist characters, you have to get S ranks in every fight in story mode. And I've won fights in like seven seconds without taking damage with a variety of attacks and combos. And I still only get like an A rank. (laughs) So it gets really frustrating to be able to unlock those characters. But when I get the hang of it, I feel like I'll do better. And then lastly, I played more of amnesia, which I know now that you're playing it, Shane, you might want to you might want to like stop listening for a bit, oh. unless you don't give a shit. Um, I actually surprisingly um have been giving a shit with this game, but um, you know what? Uh, content is content, and um, uh, you know, Jason Todd is the Arkham Knight. So, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I was going to say that I'm giving you fair warning, so I don't want you to come back and say that I ruined it for you later. All right, that's right. Um. So yeah. So. I think last time we talked about this, I was dating the nerdy guy. Things kind of went well with him. But then again, he had to fly off abroad to study his um, math theorems or whatever. So lost Bunch with of nerd lost. shit. <laughs> yeah. So fucking dump that douche. <laughs> so then I moved. I, I finally. So like, I finally decided to give the best friend a chance. I figured he had been sitting in the friend zone far too long in all the other stories. Mm. So I'm like, okay, it's about time that I give this guy a shot. And I'm like, okay. So apparently someone was threatening me, harassing me, putting dead animals in my mailbox. Oh, fuck. And then someone... Wait, what dead animal? And then so, um, It was, I think, it was a bird covered in rotten eggs. What the fuck? That's that's so cannibalistic. Yeah, and then I got home and I opened up my computer and then it had an email virus that just spread the words die bitch, die bitch, die bitch on my computer. Is this, is this Diamond fuck. World when you text me like Diamond World is fucked up? Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm like, so I tell my, I tell my best friend slash boyfriend now and he... He knows, unlike most of the other boys that I've dated, he knows I have amnesia. So he was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'll protect you and stuff because I'm your boyfriend. And except for I talked to my best friend and he says, what are you talking about? You said that you weren't you didn't ever want to talk to him again. So I'm like, wait a second. This motherfucker's lying to me. We're not dating. He's just taking advantage. I don't remember shit. So I try to leave. And then he's all like, oh, no, people are trying to hurt you. You can't leave here have dinner with me so then i have dinner and then i strangely get really sleepy right afterwards no so then the next day i wake up and he is like oh you fell right asleep that's weird here's breakfast and i'm like okay cool i'm eating breakfast and i fall right back to sleep no and then all of a sudden it's like four days later and i'm like what the fuck i keep just eating and going to sleep this motherfucker is drugging me so then i try to escape the house 
And then he catches me and then he says it's for my own good because he's just trying to keep me safe since these people are trying to hurt me. So then he locks me in a fucking dog cage. And then he's like, oh, like you're being so bad. You shouldn't try to leave. Like, I'm just trying to protect you. Like, please don't hate me for this. And I'm like, all right, I'll just chill out in this cage for as long as I can. Until eventually I get totally fed up. I find out that the cage had like was defective so when i pushed against it hard enough i was able to escape i tried to run to my job to get help and then one of those crazy bitches who was trying to hurt me ended up like hitting me with a bat or some shit while they were driving by on a motorcycle what the fuck is this so that hurts so that snapped my leg so i'm like trying to walk home and find help only to run into my boyfriend and he was like how'd you get out of the cage and i'm like oh fuck so now i'm stuck and then <laughs> i'm so like nonchalant about it oh fuck i'm stuck <gasps> Well, I mean, you just reload the game. <laughs> no, but so I'm like, shit, now I got nowhere to go. And he was like, oh, why don't you listen to me? If only you'd listen to me, you wouldn't be in this situation. So then his, his, he's like, oh, I need to find a way to make sure you'll never get out. So then his solution ended up being, oh, I'll just lock myself in the cage with you and tie you down with chains next to me so that we're stuck together forever until we both starve to death. Hot. So, Yeah. That was that was my date this week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think the moral of the story is that there's a reason why they're in the friend zone. <laughs> Whoa. What and amnesia just is don't this? let them out. Um, amnesia Memories on Steam and Vita. It's a visual novel. Jesus fuck. Where it's like you play as you play as a girl who loses her memories, and then there's like four different paths where in each path, like one of the four main characters will be your boyfriend and then the other three will be like side characters. And I'm in the process of trying to get the best endings on all four routes because then you unlock like a true path afterwards. But yeah. Jesus. I've just been going over my boy troubles the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you can stop playing it now, Shane. Um, No, I, I want to <laughs> play it. Uh, like, it's surprisingly fun. Like, I'm not into these visual novels or like these these dating sim games, but trying to, cause your character has amnesia and you're trying to like piece together, like what your character is or does in these different worlds. And I, I find it really, a really interesting gimmick. So it's, it's fairly, fairly, um, Derek, what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, so, uh, I've been putting a bunch more time into guitar, guitar here live, which I'm still having a blast with. Uh, don't want to talk about it because I talked about it extensively a couple weeks ago. Um, I've also, I picked up the new Apple TV, which launched on Friday. Um, big thing there, of course, they're, they've opened the app store up to it. So there's already a lot of games coming out. Uh, it's, it's funny playing, you know, there's, um, playing these, yeah, of course there's not a ton of apps yet cause it just launched. Um, but, uh, playing these games that I, you know, played for however long on my iPad or iPhone, like Alto's adventure, which is this beautiful, I, I think I talked about it on the podcast before, but it's this beautiful, um, really, really stylized, like, like you're just kind of snowboarding down this mountain and just in control of jumping. And, and it translates really, really well to the Apple TV. Nice. Um, it's just kind of a nice, like, relaxing, like, one button, like, I just have a few minutes to kill uh, game that, you know, feels great. You know, it feels great on a bus or a train, unlike I imagine uh, this war of mine would. Um, uh, I've also been playing, we, we played, 
my my fiance and I is she she's not a huge gamer, but she like she literally probably played Alto's Adventure for five hours on the Apple TV this week. <laughs> nice. Wow. Um, like maybe straight, maybe five hours straight. But uh, she's also gotten really, and, and I've been playing Crossy Road, uh, which is a free to play really weird uh like kind of new age frogger basically um but they for the, for the apple tv version they included multiplayer which the game has never had before uh, so you can both be basically crossing the roads or froggering at the same time but it's fucking hilarious because you can like knock into each other and like knock each other into cars and shit <laughs> um and it's like, like it's it's hard not to laugh at it at points. Because you you, you, you got to make a drinking game with that. Oh my god! Maybe, maybe we'll talk. But anyways, it's uh, it's it's super funny because you're, you know, you're you're both. It's cool because it it you're collectively trying to get as far as you can. Because for instance, if I die and she keeps going, I will respawn eventually down the road. Um, but you're also competing with each other because it, it brings your kind of total the total squares that you've moved forward as at like together, but you also see your individual scores. So it's like, it's like competitive, but also you're on the same team. And so sometimes you just have to fuck with each other. And it's, again, it's a great way to spend a few minutes or a few hours or whatever. Um, How much is an Apple? How much is an Apple TV? uh, 149. Mm. How much is the Vita? I I also got, I also got, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I also just signed up for HBO now, which isn't technically available in my country, but it's amazing. Uh, I've been really is enjoying it HBO that. Go or am I thinking of something else? Uh, HBO Go is when you subscribe to cable, you can access some of the stuff via HBO Go. HBO Now is a standalone okay, service that they announced back in October. Oh, right, right. I remember. So, uh, you know, I don't ha- I, like I don't have cable, but um, now I can so watch I can catch HBO. Up on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, and my fiance has never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, so we've been rewatching it and it's it's probably my favorite comedy ever. Um, aside, <laughs> the only show. other thing that I've been playing, uh, I played the Life is Strange. Finale, yeah, I was going to ask that uh, if you didn't mention which that, which launched a couple weeks ago. Oh my god, it's, you can't uh, spoil that. I, I don't. I'm not for you when she died at the end. Uh, I can neither confirm nor wait, deny. Wait, who hasn't played any it? events that happen? And none of these guys. What? I was just going to ask. I know, pit. right? Okay, uh, Bay so, or Bay? Which so one? I. <laughs> Uh, I chose Tricky. I chose B A E. Okay, all right, yeah. But then I went and watched the other thing on YouTube. Yeah, I did. I, oh no, sorry, sorry. I chose B A Y. Yeah, no, 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 me too. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I chose B. That's yeah. exactly what I. But then did. I felt like then I felt like a piece of shit. No, I felt awesome for like three. I days. felt awesome because um, what happened? I was like, I'm doing this. I said I'm going to do it in the beginning, and I and I want <laughs> that to happen to everybody. So. I'm doing that one. It's felt no so I, like I, I, you know, we did the special episode when the game launched and I've been, you know, I've talked a little bit, a little bit about each episode as they've been coming mm-hmm. out. And I've always reiterated that life is strange. Every single episode had been pro, you know, one of my favorite games of the year so yeah. far. I, I haven't been as compelled by another game this year or, you know, maybe even last year or whatever. And, uh, that held steady throughout the finale. The, the ending of episode four surprised the hell out of me. And I had no idea what I was in for when episode five started. And it was certainly a very emotional journey. And it's, 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 yeah, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite games of the year for sure. Yeah, mine too. I, I, I had something from episode three spoiled to me because of Reddit. 
Wait, you haven't even. Uh, you, know, you know how you could avoid yeah. that game? Spoiled for you. Play the play the fucking game. When on, it you haven't played it at all. Any of the game? I, I played episode one. We've all played episode one, and we had a special. We did a special episode dedicated to it. How could you not want to continue playing this game? Right, I know, right? Because I I wanted to I wanted to wait for everything to come that's out dumb. and just play it at once. <laughs> that's how you get shit spoiled. <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> That, well, that's the best like comeback. Yet, that's so the good. best response is like that's just fucking dumb. That's just dumb. Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Then fuck Bob Ross. Yeah, fuck Bob Ross. Fuck CS:GO. <laughs> yeah, like now it's it's been out now for like yeah since like, like May or weeks. oh yeah like, sorry I mean yeah the last like episode. The, yeah the final the final episode the final episode has been out for like two weeks now like I know what yeah, I'm doing. Get on it. I'm waiting for a sale. <laughs> Do, do anyone play Tales from it's the Borderlands? It's only like, isn't the full price like 20? Uh, I have not yet played Tales from the Borderlands. I just got it on PS4. Thanks, Telltale. But, uh, nice. No, but, but, and I didn't really know, cause I mean, I've, I've played a bit of Borderlands and I'm like, I don't really know if I would be into it because you don't need to, I'm know. not overly familiar. Know this I know. And later I read yeah. that and, and, um, that it's super compelling and super interesting regardless of if you've played borderlands or not and so i'm actually really excited to look um the thing is like tales from the borderlands i would think would be amazing if it came out before life is strange and finished before life is strange uh, and but but and like the last so it has been hindered by the quality of life absolutely 100 percent. and tales from the borderlands and the last episode of life is strange came out in the same day and i was like i i i, I mean all the last episode of tales from the borderlands was fantastic like it was really the best one by far it kind of made the series fun for me um it was it le- it like it, it made it compete with life is strange but one through four is not even close like and i mean it's yeah. funny like it's it's definitely comedy like which is good but um it's story-wise and the just overall how much fun not even not even close to life is strange well i got the taken king mm-hmm. oh god i thought we were gonna get through an episode without talking about this game um uh it is what destiny should have been it is it is uh, um all the rumors about how the story on the core destiny game got nerfed and all the rumors of how peter dinklage wasn't given enough time for his character or not giving context i believe all of it now because uh playing through the first two like story missions uh, with my buddy ray uh, it is like okay, this is this this is a game. This feels like a bungee game now. Like we're we were going through like a like a space station, um, and like it was there was dynamic explosions. The level was like falling apart. Whereas like if if uh, has everybody played Destiny? No. Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh. Well, you know how like there's just nothing that goes on in the environment. Everything is static. Totally. Yeah. Like you're moving from set piece to set piece this this one there's like the world will change like it was super cinematic like um it reminded me of the um 15 frames a second no it was it was a it was a smooth smooth 12 frames a second <laughs> uh, um it reminded me of in halo 2 the first level where the covenant are attacking the the space station and you're trying to get out um it, it reminded me of that like like sh- like the ship falling apart and like enemies fighting enemies and like the actual taken like characters are introduced. And, um, as much as I dislike Nathan Fillion, he's, he, he does a good, huh? Nathan Fillion's in it. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he play, he plays, um, Cade who is the hunt, the hunter Vanguard, the robot hunter Vanguard. Oh, right. But 
uh, he is given like a, which it was so weird because all these characters that, that you met um, through the, the core game and the two expansions, they all interact uh, in the taking King and they um, like Nathan Fillion's character is joking around with Eris Morn. And then like, um, then he's joking around with the, the shipwright and the different characters. Like there's, there's this weird relationship that, uh, between all these NPCs that had gone on in the background that, that I feel like it has existed in like the story and in Canon, but we never got to experience it or see it because of the, the nerf story. So now it's like, okay, destiny moving forward is, is going to be good. Like they got their shit together and Nathan Fillion's performance is fucking hilarious. It is super on point. Um, it is, it really, it's, it's how destiny should have been. So are you saying that you've now paid $140 for what you should have paid $70 for? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and I don't even, I don't even have a plastic pit boy shell to put on my wrist. Yep. Well, now you know it's a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the one downside though, is that the destiny 2.0 changes have made all of my exotics and legendary Shit. gear from year yeah. one useless yeah. useless and it was but they, they do give you an option to like rebuild exotics um but uh doesn't it like cost with, a lot you, or whatever yeah, yeah it costs a lot of the legendary marks um and like all like the so basic I, bitch guns like for one like with the update make like are way better than your old really good exotics and shit right yeah, yeah it's really heartbreaking <laughs> it's really heartbreaking um but yeah, that's it's super fun. I, I've hit a I've hit a point though where I can't solo stuff anymore, and it's like you have to get a group together. So, um, and I wish they'd have a like more fucking matchmaking. Um, but besides that, I beat Metal Gear Solid Five, the story mode. Uh, the second chapter uh, has weird ups and downs. Um, the ending, the ending was fu- pissed everyone off. No, it was. <clears throat> Don't spoil it. It was fucking amazing and because it was exactly my favorite type of narrative uh if and I'm, i i can't say anymore because i don't want to spoil it for derek but if you've been listening it's jason todd uh, if you've been listening to geekscape games <laughs> todd howard um in the past i've i've said many times what my favorite type of narrative is what my favorite type of uh, uh experience in a game is or even tv shows and this fucking hit the goddamn nail on the head and it was through the whole the whole time it's giving you all these little clues but then solid snake dies solid snake dies uh solid snake becomes the arkham knight (laughs) uh it's it's a prequel we got it (laughs) (laughs) um but it's giving you all these little hints and when it comes together it's amazing it 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 blew my fucking mind but it, it it ends and then it's just it ends and you have to then sit and listen to the tapes which which is a kind of a especially of how the actual last mission is and how like amped up you are to then get the 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 rest of to get the that extra you know half mile or you know that just that the very very last bit of closure of all the storylines you have to sit and listen to the audio tapes which kind of uh, it takes all the energy out of it and, and kind of makes the ending um, anticlimactic, but it, it was, it was exactly what I love. Um, and I wish, I wish I could say why, but it might, it, it might ruin it for you, Derek, but, um, uh, um, 
And uh, I kept quiet. There's a way to keep quiet because there's a part in the game where quiet leaves. Um, but if you have a butter, the butterfly emblem on your army emblem, uh, that mission that you play where she leaves doesn't show up. So I can't get 100%, but I have quiet around. Um, and I'm just going and mopping up other stuff. Um, but that is it for me. What do you say we quickly pound out mission objectives? I love pounding. Okay. Go. Uh, last week we asked you if you could see a Telltale game made out of any property, what would it be and why? Uh, Stonewall D said fear and loathing in Las Vegas <laughs> because their techniques, their techniques for telling a strange story to the heart of the American wasteland would work very, very well. Then William E said, maybe a tall order, but Star Wars would be very cool. They seem to make really good side stories. So something to parallel the new movies would be killer. And then uh, him and Stonewall D had a, a little conversation back and forth on Facebook. Uh, Stonewall said maybe a story about a rebel pilot that was there the whole time or uh, new continuity versions of Shadows of the Empire. I think Shadows of the Empire would be an awesome Telltale game. Um, but I, then I brought up the Tagged Bink comics would be hilarious. Um, uh, has anybody read the Tagged Bink or Dead comics? No. No. Nope. Does anybody know what they are? No. No. Nope. Long and short, uh, they were they're comics that are based in I think the end of the prequels and then on through to the end of the original trilogy, but it follows these two bumbling idiot characters, Tag and Bink, and they're constantly like interweaving themselves through the main story. Um, like uh when uh Anakin is doing that really awkward like like a Romeo Juliet thing in the in the courtyard to Padme, they're in the bushes feeding him these cheesy lines like, "Hey, say this to her, say this." Um, and they're actually the at the end of Jedi, the those two red royal guards for the Emperor. That's Tag and Bink, and it's a real like upbeat uh, comedic comic book series. And um, I think Telltale, especially after seeing some of the stuff from Tales from the Borderlands, would do a great job. Mm with that series. And then uh, lastly for me, Justin R said Tron. He would like to see Tron. Uh, do you guys got any responses? <clears throat> yep. Uh, yeah, I have a few. Uh, mine, uh, um, mine is none. Like, because <laughs> I would like them to um, spend more time and uh, on the ones that they're currently their doing. Engine. Yeah. Uh, like, rather- I would, I would love to see a Telltale game based on Life is Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow make a season two. <laughs> Um, wow, man. Um, I would like to see a Counter-Strike Go Telltale game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> do, you, do you buy the op or do you buy the zoo? <laughs> it's, it's, it's what all the entire game is all just pre-round buying of items. I mean, it's the entire game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do you, what responses you got, Josh? Um, I have Sadie P who said clue. Which actually I thought was a really interesting answer because I wouldn't have thought of that, but I think it would work yeah. out like, really well. Clue the, like Clue the movie. Yeah. Well, I'm dope. pretty sure it's known more as a board game than it is a movie. No, no, no I mean, board, like, they made the board the, game after the movie, right? Yeah. It's a board game based. No, they didn't. No, did they? <laughs> God damn it. No. God, Josh. <laughs> it's a, it's a board game based off here. of a movie. Based, based a, off of the Jean Claude Van Damme yeah. video game based yeah. off of the other game. <laughs> You know, the board game based off of the movie that's based off based of off game. of the Doritos Taco Dorito. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sadie P said Clue. Yes, 
Um, and Matthew R echoed what you were just saying, was, which was Star Wars because of the branching Jedi Sith paths. Um, Xavier F said Shadowrun only because it should get more love. Andrew W said Star Trek and Twilight Zone. And then Sadie P came back to finish our comment sandwich with, oh my God, Twin Peaks would be awesome. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of Twilight Zone because then every episode could actually just be its own episode. I think that would be really cool. Mm hmm. That would be cool. That would be very cool. And they could do it forever. The money, money bags. Laugh all the way to the bank, Telltale. You love to do it already. Derek? Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've got uh, Kyle A said Fallout slash Elder Scrolls. Uh, Bronin S said uh, Star Wars. Uh, Frank S. said Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> uh, Jonathan London said Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere. It'd be amazing to travel to London below and solve mysteries and meet all the gaming characters. Uh, Case V. said Stephen King's The Stand. Ooh, yeah. My- Miles H. said Judge Dredd. Uh, Eric D. said Telltale Games presents the Wes Anderson collection. <laughs> uh, Michael B. said uh, some sort of adaptation of the anime Psychopass might work well with Telltale style. The main characters, uh, the main character of the show has to make controversial decisions all the time, and in the hand of Telltale, that would be great. And Graham H. said Homestar Runner. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Wait, no, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they, yeah I'm pretty sure that was a joke. It was... It was yeah, they, that must have been a joke. Yeah, it was like Strong Bad's game for attractive people. Yeah. Did cool Telltale do that? Attractive people. Yeah, yeah. Telltale's game, Strong Bad's cool game for attractive huh. people. PC requirements: thirty-two megabytes of accelerated video. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Is that it? I have to confirm with him that he was joking. Mm. Do it right now. Uh, so the question we have is to honor the mixed reception of launch of Need for Speed. What is your favorite non-kart racing game? Again, Kenny Craig, you have the um, honor. I, okay, I the most the game I played the most was um, Need, Need for Speed Underground, just because that that's kind of like a staple of me and being, being yeah. in high school. But the game I actually had the most fun playing was San Francisco Rush um the, really yeah and that was not it was it wasn't even my own game my like my little cousin had it on like the nintendo 64 i think it was on and um and like i, I spent one summer at their like at their house and my cousin wasn't even there i was like just visiting for like for a summer and i just every night i'd play san francisco rush just or just by myself the entire time and that that, that that's my that's my favorite um card game i really like that one <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, Josh? Um, mine would have to be Test Drive Unlimited. Just because, And I think I've talked about this before, but I don't know if this was the first game that did this, but it was definitely the first one that I played, and then I started seeing it pop up in almost every racing game after this. But the way that it had a like an open world that was always connected to the internet. So like if you were on Xbox Live, like most of the cars that you drove by in the city between missions and races were other people oh wow i didn't and, know that yeah and then i think midtown madness 3 had something similar to that on the original xbox so it might not have been the first game that did it but like i said it was the first one i played and it was just really interesting because you know when you started a new race like half of the opponents that you were going against could have been like real players and then mixed in with ai or the guy that ran into you while you were driving down the street looking for hidden items mm-hmm. or whatever would could have been a real person 
and it was just really really unique at the time plus unlike the always online games that they were hinting at for consoles before this one actually still worked if you were offline and just replaced everyone with cpu characters so it was like a seamless experience no matter if you're playing online and off but it optimized online racing in a way that i hadn't uh, seen before and now it's almost like commonplace in a lot of games to do something similar so hmm. dope uh derek how about you uh so the two standouts for carmageddon would be <laughs> so the two standouts WWE for me would be uh oh my god two standouts for me would be uh there's a game called rc pro m2 for the nes oh, fuck yes <laughs> rc oh my which, god about a- that <laughs> which is like i i don't know how many hours i put into that game as a kid but i remember even like elementary school and like middle school i had a, uh, a friend that lived very close to the school well, that wait, 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 wait. had can, that game can't you, get, can't you get power-ups in that that's a very kart racer-esque game no it's not it's rc games yeah they're, they're rc cars cart, they're not yeah. carts there's nobody sitting yeah. in it that's the like. A, a so what? So what if they had a, oil like slicks on the ground? Okay. And uh, but yeah, like mm-hmm. one of me and a, a friend of mine that lived very close to the school would like literally almost every day go go there and play this game forever. Um, so that would be the old school choice. Uh, there was also a game for PS2 called. Uh, it was called Auto Modelista. Auto Modelista. Oh shit! I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was from Capcom, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was a cat. I actually read a little bit about the development recently. It was it, it it was so cool because the customization options were there were like endless, like 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 every like both technically and cosmetically, like every single piece of the car was so um, just just so customizable. And for instance, you could even like apply like it was with the really the first game I saw where you could actually make custom decals for the car by you say decals <laughs> decals i forgot about that you could make custom ones for the car and you'd basically <laughs> like you'd get a square and then you would pixel by pixel be able to draw uh the images uh and then put them on your car um so you had complete control over all of those aspects and it was cell shaded so it was absolutely beautiful um I, like looking at screenshots it still looks yeah, pretty I'm good looking at that, game, now. That, that game that game holds up to um it really interestingly it's i and, and it was it was a very weird it, it had weird handling um and it had and and that's largely kind of been why people think it didn't do very well is because it, it it didn't feel like a normal racing game like it was very it was very technical racer and it was very different feeling from probably any racer i've ever played before or since um but I absolutely loved it. And I put so many hours into it. Interestingly, it's uh, in in the Wikipedia article on its development. It says that uh, Auto Modelista was a part of an initiative from Capcom's production studio one to develop three net because it also had online play uh, to develop three network focused games on the PlayStation two. The other games were monster hunter and resident evil outbreak. Capcom's plan was that at least one of the games would become a million seller. Uh, and both monster hunter and resident evil outbreak would eventually sell a million units. Wasn't Resident Evil Outbreak garbage though? It wasn't great. But it was I okay. remember it doing. I, I'm surprised that it sold over a million because I remember it being really poorly received. Yeah, especially because it required. Well, so did Monster Hunter, but it required um, a hard drive right, that right. nobody had. Yeah, because the only way to get the hard drive was to get Final Fantasy XI, right? Eleven. 
Yeah, or import it. Um, my response, um, I would have to echo uh, Need for Speed Underground. Yeah. Um, I also, I also love Need for Speed Underground and Underground Two. And speaking of that, how close is the new Need for Speed to that? What? How close how, is the how newest similar one? Is the new Need yeah. for Speed to Underground? Because um, the videos made it look like a new Underground. I think, I think it's, re- I think it's like the same. It, re- it it reminds me of I haven't played the new the new one, but it reminds me of Blacklist a lot more. Whereas like it has, a, I guess the only difference between the two is that there's a story and like an open world. But um, yeah, Blacklist. Yeah, it reminds me of, of Blacklist. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Underground. Uh, I I remember just like the music from that. Yes, the and music was amazing. Yeah, totally. And yeah. like in all the in all in all the Need for Speed Undergrounds, like uh it had amazing music. All two of them. <laughs> yeah. And um but um one of my favorite bands, Static X, had like a had a number one single because of the first game and the second game. Um it was yeah, it was it was it was fire. And I loved I had a Mazda Miata. <laughs> um and uh I almost like, bought I almost bought one of those recently. Oh really why yeah. didn't you? Because uh, another lady bought it before I could. Oh, um, did you know there's actually this trend where you take a Mazda Miata and put like yeah, like giant engines in them. Yeah, Corvette. It's crazy. Like, yeah, L- like a Corvette LS3. It's because they're it, the the they're actually very very well received because they're perfectly balanced, so they feel amazing to drive. It's it's body on frame. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. the only so downside of the Miata is that it's one, it's like 0.8 liter engine that comes in, that comes in it, like stock. There's, um, there's, there's a guy on YouTube, I think is, uh, I think it's, hold on, um, hold on, um, yeah, uh, he's got a, um, uh, his Tom's Turbo Garage, and he has this thing called Project Thunderbolt, where he put an LS3 Corvette <laughs> engine into a, into a Mazda Miata. <laughs> Um, it's so you, he like crammed a V8 into a Miata and it's, it's, a it's an amazing series to watch. And but, everyone still um, thinks he's gay because he's driving a Miata. <laughs> he's <too laughs> doesn't driving. matter. Um, engines in it. But, um, underground is not my favorite, uh, Forza four, uh, cause when it got announced, um, I was right at the peak of my top gear fandom and the, um, they had a heavy, heavy tie in with top gear with Forza 4, um, the effect, like there was a launch trailer called Endangered Species where uh, Jeremy Clarkson was narrating it and you could drive the Top Gear test track. So that's why, that's that's my favorite. Um, but uh, there's fond, fond memories of Need for Speed Underground. Um, real quick, last thing uh, around the site, uh, Geekscape re- recaps arrow um we have a weekly recap by jake 108 uh of the show arrow and he did the the one from last night haunted which has our favorite john constantine in it so you should check that out what do you guys got for around the site um mine would be our profile of some of the yokai in yokai watch which was put up by our newest writer natalie uh mostly because i'm super excited for yokai watch and i can't wait to try it out when it gets here cool uh, I um uh and I hate that I wrote this article and I usually try to pick ones that I don't but the review of Guitar Hero Live um it's it's about it's about 2500 words and I just can't express enough how much fun I had playing this game 
Um, if you wanted the transcript of last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's way more detailed than last week's episode. We didn't record an episode last week, so... Uh, last episode, I should say. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's... And, and you know, it, like moments ago on the show, I said, you know, to this point in the year, Life is Strange is probably the best game that I played this year. The Guitar Hero Live is the most fun that I've had playing a video game oh. this year, for sure, bar none. Like it's, um, and especially uh, as much as I love the the live stuff, um, the uh, the guitar the Guitar Hero TV mode is like addicting as hell. I can't stop. Dope. I'm playing it right now. <laughs> are you Are you getting the daily bonuses? Yeah. Dude, it keeps giving me day one every day that I play. Like, and I play it every day in a row. That's pretty weird. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Mm. Anyway, um, I'm done. Uh, mine Kenny, would be, you, since you ever... uh, we like to do everything late um, on, this sh- uh, on this show, mine would be the five games to play on Halloween. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, in all honesty, um, um, the Geekscape reviews uh, versus uh, Ash, uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead or Evil Dead. Um, uh, that specifically because I watched, um, uh, like Ash versus Evil Dead and I was laughing the entire fucking episode. It was so funny. I'm, okay. I, my dad, wa- like, wa- like walked in the room while I was watching it and he, like, stood in my room for, like, probably like five, ten minutes while I was watching it. I was just fucking laughing my ass off. And my dad was like, what? are you what are you fucking watching like what do you like it's totally he never saw evil dead like and he just didn't understand it and i was laughing the entire goddamn time i'm really excited um of all um all the future episodes yeah it's it's it was it was great too because i remember the trailer came out at comic-con the trailer came out at comic-con and i remember showing it to my fiance when i got home because i was really excited for it and she was just like yeah you can watch that one by yourself <laughs> is your and then the other night three years old too <laughs> no she's not she's not but uh then the other night uh yeah i hadn't watched it yet and she, you know so she said what are you going to do i was like well we could watch ash first ash, ah, ash versus ash evil versus dead evil. uh and she agreed to it and she probably left oh nice uh yeah she was like laughing her ass off and i and she really enjoyed it which sucks because now i have to wait for her to watch the rest of them but <laughs> but uh but yeah it's fantastic and i cannot wait to see more of that show yeah i'll have to watch and read that review because i um i like really uh, i i love gabriel's uh writing on the site so uh as always you can find us on geekscape.net uh, we're gonna have a contest coming up uh for a copy of tales from the borderland and we'll have a better we'll have an easier way to enter um we'll we'll do that um uh follow us on twitter at geekscape uh, games. You can follow me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare. Uh, I'm on gaming platforms as SS Jakin. Mr. Kenny Craig. Um, at uh, Crippled Kenny uh, on Twitter. Then you can from there. Everything's there. And fo- follow him on Twitch TV because his 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 fans are hilarious, and it's it's always a very very entertaining stream to to pop no. in on. Did you guys see that Twitter change to Hearts now? Yes, I fucking hate it. It's weird. Um. In any case, I'm at D. <laughs> and uh, on Twitter, and you can uh, see that I'm playing Fallout at Captain K17 on uh, on PlayStation. And I send you a party invite every like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I have. Oh. I was talking to Shane about this. I have never used any of the social features on my PlayStation. I've never even been in a party because I don't. I'm, like I'm playing games for myself. I don't want to talk to you guys. Not you guys specifically, but anyone. Uh, I just want to play my games. 
And I don't want to send stickers. The fact that they were like, hey, here's some stickers. Like we added stickers into the UI. You have to update your PS4 because before you can play a damn game because stickers. Uh, <laughs> you know what really they need annoying. to add is instead of fucking stickers, they should be figuring out a way to add external hard drive support. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Every time I get a new game, it's like, oh, sorry, you got to delete some shit first. It's so yeah. easy to migrate. Just get a two terabyte hybrid drive and you'll be good. Seagate makes money. I'm at Inu Joshua. <laughs> He's at Inu Joshua. All right, guys. Uh, uh, thanks for joining and that us. That battery Kenny. life in those controllers. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Hey, Kenny thank Craig. you we, for we will me. Have, we'll, we will have you back uh, many more times. Uh, we'll see you here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.